there, welcome to the De-Stress Yourself podcast. I'm Lucy and I love talking about all the different ways that we can look after ourselves and not get caught up in the stress of modern life. I also love talking to different people about their situations and how they're coping and then I love sharing it with you guys. Now a few weeks ago it was an awareness day that is a slightly uncomfortable topic to talk about so I'm going to mention the S word. Now, in August alone, there was more suicides of people that I had heard about than I could count on the one hand. And this is just absolutely awful. And it feels like now more than ever, it's really important that we talk about this. Like, let's talk about suicide and let's just, let's look at why this is happening. Why are we getting these dark thoughts? Why why are people feeling like there is no way out? Now more than ever, it feels. So part one of this episode, I'm going to be talking to somebody who's going through a really upsetting time in their life right now and wants to just speak up about it and what they're going through. And part two is going to be a chat with a really good mindset coach who went through his own experience with um, suicidal thoughts and basically came out the other side stronger. And he's now helping people change the way that they think about themselves. So if you think that hearing stories and people talking about suicide might be a bit too triggering for you, then I would suggest to go and find a different podcast. Or if you're new to this podcast, then maybe go to the first season and there's a really nice uh, conversation I had with my cousin all around art therapy. So she talks about how she uses art in a therapeutic way and keeps it in a sort of diary. But just as a heads up, this episode is going to feature real life stories about people attempting to take their own lives and people who have been badly affected by suicide. Okay, so I'm now going to welcome my first guest onto the episode. Cairo has recently been badly, badly affected by suicide and is going through quite a dark time in his life right now. So he wants to speak up about this and he hopes that this might help anybody listening who might be going through something similar. My name is Cairo. Um, I am 26 years old and uh, on the 26th of August, I lost my brother to suicide. Um, his name was Jaden and he was 21. So tell us about Jaden. What what was amazing about Jaden? What were the best bits about him and his life? Jaden, um, Jaden was a funny, a, a, a funny almost like, he felt young his entire life. Um, he was just very like in his own world a little bit, uh, liked what he liked and uh, he was just extremely logical. Um, so he was a very like light-hearted but logical guy, um, and so like at at school he would get in trouble for um, snitching on his friends because he was just like I don't understand why he wouldn't follow the rules like so they they put the rules in front of us, um, but yeah he was um, yeah and he was the type of person that just when he got into something he'd be very into it um almost like a bit obsessive so he'd find a a sort of new passion or hobby and he'd be happy to just obsess and go for that regardless of whether sort of friends were doing it at the same time or whatever else um so yeah and then at 19 he joined the fire service um and became a firefighter oh wow Uh, that's brilliant yeah so I, i actually i think he he got in at 19 i think he started um his training when he was 20 um yeah and he did that for a year uh, almost a year before he passed away 
And how are you feeling right now? How how has this affected you and, and your family? Um, it's sort of all-encompassing and a lot more than even, I guess, I would have thought that it would have. Um, I think, as someone who's been through a lot of like depression myself in the past, I feel like it's all to do with your expectations, really, isn't it? And um, there's just sort of no circumstance or thought of my future where I imagined him not being there. And I know that's the same for uh, my mum and my sister. And so it's just like suddenly it was a very normal day. Um, I was in my house with my girlfriend talking about our business and stuff. And, and you just suddenly get the call and it's like it's different from that moment. Um, and so I guess the place that we're all in at the moment is one of just attempting to find some form of acceptance um, to allow us to carry on. Because right now it's just sort of all encompassing. It's like every... You know, you get on with something and then 10 seconds later you remember and it sort of rushes back. Um, and it's just it's just a constant flow of that, really, um, particularly because there's so many people who are uh, shocked by the news um, and it's unexpected for everybody that hears it. And so you're constantly being reached out to and um, talking about. It. And so, yeah, it's just trying to find that new like the new normal of the world without him, really. People do say that about grief, it kind of like comes in wave and you'll, you'll sort of feel normal and then all of a sudden it'll hit you and you'll remember and it all comes back to you. Um, so with, so it, it's so recent that it's happened and it must all still feel so raw. Did you, did you ever know like that Jaden was feeling a certain way or was Jaden always a happy person? Did, did you have any idea of, of the sorts of feelings and thoughts that he was going through? Um, well, th this is a sort of a difficult one. And now going through it firsthand, it's, it's like yes and no. Um, because yeah, I mean, obviously when you go with hindsight and you sort of analyze the situation, you can see all the different potential things that led him to be there. Um, but there wasn't anything uh, particularly obvious at the time. You know, Jaden's always been, uh, what could I use to describe him? I just call him balanced. Like he's, he's, very, um, he's very easily able to let go of situations. So Jaden's the type of person that if you were to get into a heated argument with somebody, it would sort of just be like, just let it go, it's not worth it. You know what they're like, you know, it's what you're gonna get from this. That was sort of his way. And um, so yeah, that obviously makes it difficult anyway, because if he was trying to sort of get something out, I'm sure it would have been a lot more hidden. But no, Jaden had never been through any bouts of depression um, or any sort of extended periods of sadness or anything. He was just everybody that met him. Just he was a happy, bubbly guy. Um, but in private, obviously, there were definitely parts of his life that he was struggling with. And um, it's of my opinion that it seems to me like young men who are in anywhere between like 18 and even 25 uh, starting to find their feet have a very weird time where um, you know adult life kicks in and situations aren't going the way you always imagined them and it doesn't feel the same um, and I think it's just when you're on your own obviously that was too hard for him to handle um, so yeah but there was yeah it's it, it, I think it, it's hard in hindsight because it could be so many things and he didn't tell us and so we can guess but we'll never really know what it was that pushed him over that that edge unfortunately
Yeah, that, that's the thing, isn't it? You can always look back in hindsight and pick apart all these little things, but I guess no one really knows what is going on in someone's mind. And I just feel like there is so many people that seem to be having dips at the minute. And that was why in the questions I sent over to you, I, I wondered what would you say to someone if there was a guy right now who's, you know, a similar age to Jaden, who is having these thoughts of whatever it is that they're going through and they're feeling like, you know, there's no escape. What what would you say to them? Um, the first thing I'd probably say to somebody is just slow down, take a breath and, and take a moment. Um, because so many people have been through it. Like I've been through this myself and... Um, often it's not to do with what's really happening it's to do with the fact that you can't get over uh your what you expected to happen you know whether something's already happened to you and didn't meet your expectations and you're struggling to get over it or whether there's things you're worried about in the future um just slow down take a breath and and try to find what's true again like what is actually true about your life not what you think or you're worried about but what's actually true right now um, and I just think in that process of grounding yourself, um, then we can start to talk about why. Because I think it's just, you need to be able to express it and, and vent and figure out how you're feeling. Um, but you don't know how to at the moment. Um, so yeah, what I would say to, to, to just uh, uh, summarise it, I would, I would just say slow down. We need to talk about it. So just slow down. And, and I guess the same goes for you as well, because whilst we're talking about you know suicide prevention we've also got to cover grief and you're going to be going through a big grief and this will be a big like part of your life what what would you say to someone that's maybe going through a similar situation as you at the minute oh what would i say to someone going in a similar situation as me um probably the exact same thing uh i think that the biggest thing with grief that i'm feeling at the moment is again is it's that uh sudden change in expectation um, that I'm finding hard to deal with. It's, I, I think a lot of the upset and the sort of anxiety that is coming out through it is when I'm thinking of uh, what I wish could happen or, you know, I'm asking questions about what happened and it's just like, again, just slow down, take a breath. What, what is still true at the moment? What do you still need to do? What still makes you happy or you appreciate? Um, so yeah, I just think in all cases, I, I almost feel like anything to do with um, a struggle in your mind is like the first step is just slow down, take a breath, ground yourself. And um, yeah, and then let's, let's start from there. And so tell us about the Jaden Project. So this is something you've set up, haven't you? So I saw the Instagram page and there's a GoFundMe. Tell us a bit about that. Um, okay, so... Uh, at this moment, it's been just over a month um, since I lost Jaden, and it just after it happened, I was I, I I was sort of overwhelmed by how many other people started um, expressing what they had been through. So from I'm talking about from the very day that um, we went to see Jaden in his flat when it happened. Um, and we turned up and obviously that was an extremely difficult day for all of us. And just even the family members that were around, hearing them start to talk about people they had lost to suicide or times when they had almost been in that position and, you know, how they're still struggling every day with it. 
And I was just like, this is it's nuts because even Jaden, the, the big regret that I had instantly when I heard about what happened is just that if only he knew what I had already been through, because as his elder brother, I've been through that position. I've, I've tried to commit suicide myself and I understand. Yeah, so I understand the feelings um, that he was possibly going through. And I just think even there, you know, I was right next to him and he had no idea so much so that it led to this. Um, and yeah, I, I just feel like uh, when it happens to you, you realise how nuts it is that people are taking themselves away. Like the most basic human instinct we have is to survive. And when we start going against that, something is incredibly wrong. Um, and so the Jaden project is, it's not just about Jaden, that's just the spark for it. But it's really about the fact that suicide and depression seem to be just spread into like everybody it's affecting in some way everybody and yet it's definitely one of the topics that is the most uncomfortable um to speak about and so it's just nuts that something could be so uh, happened in uh, in so many places to so many people and yet everybody that's going through it feels like they're the only one um and so yeah i just wanted to do something where we can um all come together to see the bigger mission that we need to accomplish organize funds and be able to give grants to different organizations and projects that are going to have a positive impact on our long-term mental well-being so we can prevent suicide and depression in the future yeah i think it's absolutely amazing that you're doing this so yeah it's well done for doing this because it's it's not easy and especially even just you know joining podcasts and speaking up about it it's really, really good that you're doing it. And I genuinely think even this conversation right now will at least help one person. So you should feel really proud of yourself for doing this. Yeah. Jaden would be very proud. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think he would. And um, I mean, the way I put it is I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. And, um, you know, it's, it's not something that was ever in my plan. Um, I prefer yeah. not to. I prefer to just go on, think about myself and let that be it but I just think it's in everybody's face and I've been through it now in so many from so many different angles and yeah we need to do something and so I just feel why while it's still raw for me yeah while I will still um have almost like the fresh feelings to want to talk about it and express it passionately that's why I felt like I need to start this now um, so that I can get a role in and I'm sure other people will be the ones to continue afterwards. Absolutely. I think everyone needs to just start speaking up more about this, don't they? And we literally need to get it. So it's normal to just be honest when you're feeling a bit rubbish. A hundred percent. And even um, this was another big thing that I wanted to look at with the Jaden Project is it, even from the angle of an employer society, like it look how much it's affecting us you're not okay and now because we don't know how to talk to you at work now we just we all resort to well um sick time off or you know kind of again more forms of pushing it away go handle it on your own um and it's it's getting it's costing us money it's it's you know people are not living their lives to the fullest and i just think from every angle it's in everyone's interest to try and solve it yeah 100%. And there's so many like helplines, isn't there? There's loads of helplines you can call and charities and there's even apps and stuff now. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of CarMap, but I've recently discovered this and it's basically all about that. So I have heard there's of loads it, yeah. of help, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there, there, there is a lot of help. I think one of the things in our way still is just that the help is there, but I think um, 
we need to start explaining what you can mm. get from the help and so that yes. you want to use it. Because I know when I was in my situation, I went all the way to Googling them, finding the help, reading the articles, yeah. dialed the number. But I was just like, I don't even know what to expect. And so I ended up not doing that. And if I had done that in that moment... Pri- That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, and, and, and if I would have done it in that moment, um, who knows whether it would have changed the course. But I didn't know what to expect. And when you're at that point where, as I explained earlier, I feel like you all your expectations have been obliterated already. Um, having more unknowns is not something that you're likely to do. Uh, and so, yeah, I just think we need to not just give the numbers, but start telling people, hey, do it because this and then you're totally right yeah but yes there is a lot of help out there we just need to reformulate how people see it i think so with this page where can people go to contribute so you can go to the jadenproject.org forward slash donate um and any any fundraisers or things that we have in the future will always show up on that page um and so yeah you'll be able to give to the cause and to contact us if you want to start a project or you'd like to talk about funding for a project um, but yeah the jadenproject.org forward slash donate amazing thanks so much for doing this and well done again because it no problem it's not it's not easy no problem no thank you for having me on and um yeah i just hope that we can get more just more conversations going on about it Um, and letting people know that so many people have been through the exact same thing. Um, we just got to talk about it. Yeah. Nobody's alone. When, when you're feeling like this and when you're feeling alone and you're feeling crap, you're so not alone. Like literally, I think we're all going through dips of just feeling like absolute crap at the minute, aren't we? So exactly, exactly. And, and, um, I think pride, pride stops so many people from, seeking help or speaking about it and I just think that's why it's important you know if you've got kids or younger people around you people in your influence just let them know you haven't your life hasn't been perfect and um, yeah start focusing on how you got back from it thank you again Cairo for coming on this episode and talking about what you're going through right now that can't have been easy to do but it's really good that you did because you know it just it will have reassured at least one person that might be going through something like this right now. And remember, if you do feel like you have been experiencing some dark thoughts about yourself, then just remember that you're not going crazy. You're not mad. I do think that a lot of people, a lot more people go through things like this in life than you would think. I think it's a lot more common than we all think. And I know that it like me and Cairo said, it is sometimes a bit cliche when people say that these helplines are out there and it is kind of hard to bring yourself around to actually doing it. But just so you know, I have used one of these numbers before. All I did was I googled a helpline number and I, I made it more specific. I said for anxiety and, you know, suicidal thoughts or thoughts of feeling empty or numb. And it came up with a list of numbers and I literally just dialed one some lovely woman answered and I was like, hi, I'm really not okay. And I just really need to talk to someone. I don't really know what to do. I'm having these thoughts. And she just chatted with me for about like literally half an hour. She just literally listened to me. And then she kind of gave me her thoughts and her opinions on, you know, the situation I was in and the thoughts I was having. And then she uh, transferred me for my CBT Uh, CBT sessions so I've spoke to this previously earlier in the podcast 
but this is cognitive behavioral therapy sessions and that literally just came from me ringing a number one day when I felt really crap uh, talking to someone she transferred me and then I had these really good CBT sessions for about I want to say three months I think it was and that basically helped me with how I think about situations and how I react to situations and it's literally it it saved my life because I am in such a better place now that I've done that and it was really easy to do it it's not faffy it's not you know you don't need to be embarrassed no one even needs to know about this no one will know if you've got help or not you could keep that all to yourself but I think the main important thing to remember is that if you are feeling like you're not worthy you're like you're a burden then you're absolutely not. It is your brain tricking you. It's your brain playing tricks on you and trying to convince you that you're not enough. But I saw a really good quote the other day, even on um, on Ricky Gervais, right? On Ricky Gervais's Instagram, he had a quote that said, we are literally on a rock that's floating around a star that's like one in 100 billion stars. And our chances of being here right now are like, one in 100 trillion chances. It's an absolute miracle that we're here right now. So if you look at that, start and think that right there is enough reason for why you are enough and you are worthy. Even if you sit on the couch and watch films and eat your favorite food and like, you know, see someone like once a week, even if you do that, that's enough. All you need to do is just survive. Like surviving is enough. This whole living your best life and getting the perfect job, the perfect, you know, friendship group and all that. This is just something that humans have developed. And obviously with social media and, you know, it it hasn't helped, but that doesn't prove your worth. You are already enough. It's always just about if you want to go and do these things, if you want to get, you know, better friendships or hobbies or you want to get a career, then that's kind of just up to you. But you don't have to, to be worthy. And just remember that. And also, if you do want help, then you need to be in control of that. And you need to make that decision for yourself. People can only help you to a certain extent. But, you know, just you need to help yourself. And that I think that's the hardest thing that I came to realize. You I think when you get in a dark place, then sometimes you kind of almost think, well, why isn't anyone helping me enough? Like, I want I want more people to care about me. But the thing is, people do care about you. It's just that they might not tell you every single day. But even if people don't care about you, you need to care about yourself because that's the main important thing. The main important thing is that you should care about yourself, look after yourself. And if you need help, you need to take that first action And that could be the smallest thing as just thinking, admitting that you need help. That's just the smallest first step and that's a step in the right direction. Also remember that hitting rock bottom can actually be a good thing. It can be the first step towards a better life. And I learned that quote last week and I I love that quote and it's so true. So it's the end of the episode now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know that this was covering quite dark topics, but I do think it's really important. And next week, it will be more using tools of how you can talk to yourself better and how you can kind of become your own best friend. 
Um, it, sound, it sounds so cliche, doesn't it? This all sounds so cliche, but I promise you it's going to be really useful. So I hope you enjoy that one. That will be landing next week. So thanks again for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Take care of yourself and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you.